I'm your host, DJ Mitchell, here to go over the five-game Friday slate. Um, before I get started, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Um, I know Pat Mayo likes to say, hey, you're a terrible person. If you don't do it, I'm not going to go that far. But uh, it does help, and we do appreciate it. So if you want to rate, review, um, comment, questions. I, I don't get to all the questions. I definitely don't get them all on YouTube. I try to remember to do it. I always answer on Twitter. I'm on there way too much. So feel free to come over there and uh, ask me anything. So we will get right into the slate of action, um, but I'm going to start really, really briefly. I just wanted to go over the college hockey I started. Um, I think if you like betting on Olympic hockey, you're kind of right back to the same sort of thing. There's a huge information gap, not a lot of respect for some teams, and it's a very random tournament. I have already uh, bet a couple games. I bet on Notre Dame, which is tied right now when I'm recording. Um, because North Dakota was favored without their best player in Jacob Sanderson. So I definitely think that there's a bit of an edge as I'm alluding to. So yeah, I mean, is it, is, nothing's going to be perfect in this world, but I think if you're going to bet on something that we don't know a lot about trying to find any edge in college hockey might be the way to go. Uh, I'm taking Northeastern tomorrow with Devin Levi and net, who is historically one of the best goalies in NCAA history. He, I mean, like literally had the second best year of all time as far as save percentage is concerned. So why not take him against Western Michigan? Um, that could be a fun little bet. But we're going to get into the hockey. We have five games to get to, and I think a couple of really interesting bets. So I am going to get started with Washington at the Buffalo Sabres. Um, this is a you know, six over under. Capitals, big road favorites, minus 215. Sabres plus 175. A lot of people can very easily narrative this game as well. The Sabres are five of six games. I did bet them. Um, I was at the game on Wednesday. I bet them to win and people are probably going to go right back to it. And I totally understand that. I don't think it's a bad bet because of the plus 175 mark. Um, but yeah, the, the wheels will fall off eventually. Uh, Anderson, Dikarski, I don't know who's going to be in net and uh, neither of them are incredibly good. <laughs> I think Anderson's played very well for the Sabres and that, yeah, it's weird because Craig Anderson being, um, you know, like I'm saying, not very good has maybe been the best goal I've seen in a decade in Buffalo. And he's a 904 goalie. Like it's that kind of level of depression for the Sabres in a decade, but what are we going to do? So I think here is a good spot for you to bet a couple things. Number one, Ovechkin's shots over three and a half. is probably my favorite bet here. Uh, it's been teetering around plus money. He has what? 8.59 shot attempts per game over the last 10 Seems like a really good bet here. The Sabres love giving up shots. They did do well against the Penguins, but I think that was more to do with the Penguins on a back-to-back than the Sabres being good defensively now all of a sudden. So I'm going to take Ovechkin as my favorite bet here for his shots. Um, they were without Oshie. They should be back with Oshie for Washington. You know, I think if you're betting them at all, like I think that there's probably a bit of an edge to taking them over like three and a half to say that they do get those goals. Um, Buffalo over two and a half has been one of my favorite bets as of late. They're just a better offensive team than people give them credit for. And they're great on the power play. Um, you know, I think that there's a narrative there. Uh, the reverse puck line for the Sabres, I also had taken against the Penguins. It almost hit. We almost took the plus 425 bet down. But, you know, I think if you're going to take the Sabres at plus 175, what's the harm in taking them at plus like 350 or whatever it's going to be to win by two? Empty net goals are very common. Uh, the books don't seem to understand that. Uh, the Penguins at the Rangers, this is going to be the closest matchup of the night. A, a matchup I really like in general and I'm excited to watch. Um, these two teams are both in the bottom 10 as far as uh, offense is concerned over the last 10, I think. Um, the Rangers, as far as Corsi, four in the last 10 are second to last in the league um, as far as, as rates are concerned. And they've just not been very good at producing offense um, as far as Corsi against 
they are 17th. Uh, the Penguins are sixth in, in being good against. So not allowing a lot of shot attempts. Um, you know, very, very good stuff there. So I do think this is a game that profiles to be an under. It's probably Jari versus Sirkin. I do like it okay. I don't think it's a, a stone cold lock. We just saw the Rangers give up seven versus Sirkin in that. So it's really be hard for people to sink your teeth into it and feel good. But it's probably what the math is going to lead to. At plus 100, I think it's fine. Um, overall in this game, I, I'm probably not touching the, the money line. I'm not going to touch anything here more than likely other than Rust, Malkin, their shot props I'll probably get back to. And I'm definitely going to take Raquel to have a point. He's getting all the minutes at five on five and not the power play. He should, and we expected him to be in the top six, ended up not being, but then getting a ton of run later in the game when they couldn't score. So I'd be shocked if he wasn't in the top six um, on DraftKings. He was minimum salary forever, and now he is 3,700. So you might get people to just completely jump off of him because, well, he has two games with three fantasy points in DraftKings back-to-back. He might get in the top six now. It might be a nice asset. Um, the Rangers are not going to be a team people are going to stack against. You know, you look at the slate in the totality, we have two six-and-a-half um, over-unders. We have two six-over-unders, and then we have the one five-and-a-half. Like, people just look at that and don't end up stacking, and – probably not the best mentality. I, you know, you could just talk yourself into the Penguins as the favorite scoring or these six goals or whatever the you know expectation is. If they all kind of come through the same unit, that still wins the slate. So I, I'm not someone that talks myself completely off of it. I do consider it, but it's not something that I'm super strong on. So if we get Crosby, Gensel, and Raquel, he makes the stack really work well. And we know Ricard Raquel is a great player. Um, on the Rangers side, Vitrano is going to move to the top line, it looks like, with Zabinajad and Kreider, again, giving you a really good savings. Um, Cop should be with Panarin and Strom. Again, very interesting to see what, what ends up exactly transpiring there. But, um, you know, I kind of like if I'm going to stack anything, it's probably going to be Pittsburgh here. Um, but I don't love this game, and I'm not sure if it's going to make my mix entirely, but that's the way I would go about it. Um, I think this, the props are a lot better. Uh, and I don't really think there's one Rangers prop that I'm, like, dying to get. But if we get Cop on here plus two and a half, it, like, but two and a half shots on goal at big plus money with Panarin and Strom. That feels good. Strom might also get an increase himself, not playing with Petrano, a good rate shooter. So we'll see what ends up kind of coming out in the wash, but I kind of like that. Game number three, Columbus at Winnipeg. This is your line A Dubois revenge narrative. We've seen it before. We're going to see it again. I'm definitely taking Dubois to have a point. For some reason, they, and I get, I do understand it. Um, the general principle of, well, like how many points does the, let's look here. Um, Dubois has 49 points in 63 games, and yet he's getting like minus 120 odds often, the minus 135 to have a point. I, I get it that like Shifley is a more of a point of game player and a bit more of the guy that the puck's going to move through, but I don't think Dubois, who is on the top power play and passes the puck to Kyle Connor, is infinitely less likely to have a point every single night as they're kind of making it seem. So I do like him here again. Um, playing with Connor and, and Andre Svesh, not Andre Sveshnikov, his brother, Avenji Sveshnikov, at five on five. I definitely don't hate it. So I think I'm going to end up betting it um, again here for sure. It's a revenge narrative, too, that kind of just pushes it over the top. I know Winnipeg's on a back to back, but I'm probably going to take their puck line. Columbus is bad. Uh, they don't have any centers that are worth a, a dang in this league right now. Uh, sorry for my harsh words there. Dang, Jesus. Um, Sillinger is the one that like might end up getting there, but as of this point in his career, he's just not a top line center. Uh, Roslovich is, I guess, again, revenge there to Roslovich if you want, but not a top line center. And the other two, Corrali, et cetera, are bad. So I think Winnipeg could absolutely work him here. I'm going to go with that. I'm probably going to be betting against Columbus until Jenner comes back. It's fun. It's easy. They stink. 
I'm going to keep doing it. So that's what I'm going to do here, but I'm not incredibly bullish on Winnipeg on a back-to-back to cover the puck line, but that's what I bet if anything. Um, but then we can move forward to the final two games. Um, there's two teams in this league and the tap in the, in the bottom 10, the bottom, I mean, the bottom two teams, why don't I start this all over the bottom two teams in Corsi against per 60, meaning essentially shot attempt, et cetera. Um, which would mean that they're allowing the most, uh, okay. The, the very bad defensive teams and that's Arizona and Philadelphia. And they're very similar, Arizona a little bit worse. And they're both massive underdogs, uh, like crazy underdog is probably going to get worse. Plus 330 for both of them. Uh, I'm not betting either of these money lines. I'm not betting either of these over-unders. Just, you know, I think if you're going to talk me into either of the overs, it's probably the plus 105 in the Arizona-Calgary game rather than betting the plus or the minus 105 in the, in the Philadelphia-Colorado game. And that's really because of goaltending in general. I think it's, it's going to be hard in that. It's going to be Kemper in that. I, I really just don't think Philadelphia can score. Um, you know, if it doesn't come through the Kevin Hayes connecting line, they kind of just don't have it. I get Atkinson is okay, but I don't really respect this Philadelphia team against Colorado as much as I think Arizona might actually hold a stick up to Calgary. And, and that for that reason, like wacky brain, galaxy brain, better than night is going to be the reverse puck line for Arizona. It's going to be like plus 700 for them to win by two. I think if you can talk yourself into them winning by one, you can talk yourself into them winning by two. Calgary's not been played great over the past couple of games. They've been fine, but bad defensively and not great in net. And we could get Vladar here as Markstrom kind of might need to get right, you know, night off um, after giving up four and just not really looking like himself, I'd say overall. So I do believe this is a spot where you could get absolutely wacky with it. Arizona is, I, I don't even know if there's an expression outside of like, like paper tiger is the easy one, but a paper tiger normally means that like, you know, it's kind of scary. Like, they were, I don't even know what the, the term that exists for how bad they were as expected compared to how well they were performing. So I get that you might say like this team is a mathematical disaster waiting to happen. I'm not going to bet them here, but I mean, I, why can't they do it one more time? Right? Like I think if you're going to get those crazy odds on a, on a reverse puck line, you just bet it. And if you bet it over the perpetuity and in the right matchups, which I think Mitch Valka versus Vladar could be one of those, you might end up coming out with some coins. So, you know, you think about this as like a, if it's plus 650, 700 for them to win by two, you get that one of 10, you're making money. So I don't think it's something you put a unit on, but you put a 10th of a unit on and have fun rather than sit there and bet like a hundred dollars with 20. Like what are we going to do? We're going to burrito at Chipotle. I don't know. Not what I like to do when I bet. So um, props in both these games, I'm just going to cover them both together because they're the same freaking game. It's, it's, it, there's no sense in trying to compare. Um, I'm going to go back to Ranton over three and a half. It was plus 120. It might be right around there again. Uh, I'm going to go to, to Foley over two and a half, which did hit last game against San Jose, and they just didn't give him the third shot. He put it on net. I don't understand it. Uh, I watched the replay a hundred times. Uh, the puck was a rebound. He shot it into Reimer's pads, and uh, they didn't give him the shot. So I don't know what to say about it. I, you know, the NHL scorekeeping is very like, – it's, it's one of those things that you're like, how is this how they do it still? Like they just have some guy that decides it. It's like, yeah, because the NHL is stupid and they tried to change it and the players didn't like it. So whatever. So eventually maybe we'll get puck tracking and actually get this right. Um, until then, I understand people that are scared away from the hockey product. It only makes it harder for us in the community trying to build the, the, everything up. But what am I going to do? So I'm going to go back to the Foley. He did kind of bounce out of the top line, but I think either line he's on, he's going to see a good run against Arizona, who is uh, terrible. Um, so yeah, I'm fine with it here. So yeah, I think to Foley over two and a half um, to get a point again, 
Uh, and, you know, I think if you're going to bet like anything, it, like if you're like, I'm all in on Cal- Cal- Colorado or Calgary, I think you just take their team totals over like three and a half, four, four and a half and say that they just massacre because that's what the math says. It's just like, will they do it? With all that being said, favorite bets of the night are going to be a lot of props for Cal over a point, um, rust over two and a half shots, uh, Ovechkin over three and a half, Ranton over three and a half and the blood have a point. That was it. So uh, that's pretty much it for me. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, let me know if you have any comments, concerns, or anything. The other thing I'm just going to say, and I don't know, uh, I'm going to be doing a video for underdog fantasy. I don't know if they're actually going to get involved with it or not, but I'm going to try to ask. Um, I'm going to do the, they have a playoff tournament for a best ball. If you don't know what best ball is very briefly, imagine you do an entire massive fantasy draft for your season long team. Uh, but this one's only for the playoffs and you don't have to make any changes to your roster because your best lineup will score points over the course of a week. So if you know, you have five centers, the best scoring center scores points and you go against everyone else's team that um, you know, in that draft and the best team will move forward. Uh, big prizes up to, I think 5,000 or maybe 2,500. It's a $5 entry. And I'm going to do a quick tutorial uh, just kind of going over how to do it. So if they don't get involved with it, if they do, I don't really care because they're not going to pay me regardless. So I'm just going to do it. Hopefully, if you want to check it out, um, let me know. I'm going to post a link. If you do deposit money in there and you want to play, you can give me a little bit of a boost because, I mean, I, I enjoy extra money. And <laughs> I bet Arizona to win by a goal and a half, and I probably need more now. So <laughs> definitely check that out and uh, have a good weekend. Other than that, um, DM me anything you want to know. And I'm going to try to... Um, do more bonus content that I keep promising and not doing. And the reason really being is I'm just not really getting anywhere with it as far as like finding numbers that lead to something substantial. And I don't really want to start touting things that I don't fully believe in and don't back up. Um, But I will get something if you have a lot of questions. So just DM me questions and stuff. If I find something that I think I actually have an edge on, I'll get to it. But I'm trying to get more like math behind something before I put it out there is the best way to put it. So take care and we'll talk to you soon. We'll